Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Linda, and I'll be your host for today. The scripture reading today asks the age-old question, we died to sin, how can we live in it any longer? So if we've essentially died to sin as the scripture tells us, then why do I still sin? How do I continue to sin if it's dead? My husband loves to plant a garden each summer and grow tomatoes and peppers, two vegetables I cannot tolerate. He eats tomatoes like they're apples and often comments on how sweet they are, while I cannot stand the thought of chewing through a raw tomato. Cooked tomatoes I can tolerate, but not raw. He often offers me a tomato to taste, commenting again on their sweetness. Oh, they're so sweet. You gotta try a bite. And I continually tell him, I'm not a tomato fan. I will not bite into a raw tomato. I also don't share his affection for peppers of any kind. He can pick a pepper off a tree, chop it up, add it to something, and just ooh and ah over the great taste of that pepper. I'm not a fan of any peppers, let alone the kind that burn the inside of my mouth, which he likes to grow. So the planting, pruning, and harvesting are all on him. I would probably be more into gardening if I could grow cupcakes, but we all know that's not possible. In the garden one day, my husband noticed that one of his tomato plants wasn't doing so well. He noticed the leaves were wilted and then actually part of the plant was dying. So he searched the internet after asking me and me giving him absolutely zero answer. I usually just say it needs more water and sun, but that's obviously not the answer to everything. But he searched the internet and sent some pictures to random plant people. Evidently, there's plant people who look at your pictures and help you discover what's wrong with your plants. Uh, I could offer him zero advice, but he seemed to be asking a lot of people to find out what was wrong with his tomato plant. He also asked some neighbors. He got some neighborly advice from other tomato plant growers, and he discovered that the plant was root-bound. So instead of there being an ample amount of space between the roots, he noticed that there was no space and that the plant was root bound. This essentially meant that the roots of the plant were so intertwined with each other that they were not getting the proper nutrients and water in order to thrive. They were being choked because the pot they were in was too small. This particular tomato plant had lost the power to survive. Poor thing. I didn't have much sympathy, but he was pretty sad about it. But once he figured it out, he discovered what was wrong and he was able to remove the plant from the pot and then put it in an environment where it could survive. A bigger pot. And it did. As Christians, we also need to be in an environment that will help us grow in our faith. We need a faith community. The writer of Hebrews encourages us in chapter 10, verse 25, do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another. It's in that faith community where we have a greater chance to die to sin. One day Jesus was teaching and he told this parable. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across the field, some seeds fell on the footpath. And the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlining rocks. 
The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among the thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Then Jesus explained that the seed that the farmer planted is symbolic of the Word of God, the Bible. The soil represents our hearts and our willingness to allow God's Word to penetrate our very soul. It is the good soil and the seed of God's Word in our lives that helps us recognize sin, confess that sin, and be forgiven by a good God. So the answer to the question of why do I keep sinning might be that our hearts are not prepared or in a posture to receive the seed of God's word. In Psalm 19 verses 9 through 11, David fully acknowledges the power of God's word in his life. He says, the laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the honeycomb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. Now, why? Because David goes on to say, how can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. He even uses exclamation points in some of those verses to really get the point across. The Romans passage states that, We died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Well, we can't live in sin when we have the help of a faith-based community and we're rooted and grounded in the word of God. How do we do this? Read God's word. Pray regularly. Communicate with people who are in our lives who love Jesus and who encourage us to continue to attend church. This is good news. We've died to sin and are free to live an abundant life through Christ who lives in us. So let us walk as children of God, knowing that our sin was buried with Christ. And as Christ was raised to new life, we share in his life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for you, the love that you have for us and the way that you provide an opportunity for us to study and read your word. God, to communicate with you through prayer and to attend church where we can be in community with other believers. God, thank you so much for the way that you love us. You care deeply about us. Thank you for the path that you've laid out for us, Lord. God, we're so grateful that we serve um, a God who wants to talk with us, who wants to be with us, that we can praise and worship God, that we don't have to live in our sin any longer, that we could be dead to sin through community and through word and through prayer. God, thank you so much that you love us and care so deeply about us. It's in your holy, precious name we pray. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.